folks and welcome to blipcast episode 69 no is that what it is how do i yeah how do I... I don't know but that's uh, great all the rest of them can just be 69 from now on and <laughs> <laughs> just say that 69 plus one uh <laughs> the boring lives of interesting people podcast i'm daniel i'm not taking that again either that's how it starts okay and i'm katie <laughs> lady this case with the k mesmer the 26 phd ak the new okay i have no idea how old i am i'm 26 right 91 uh, Yes, yes. yes. <laughs> you and Katie Bear are the same age ish. Some month different. I say oh, okay. ish just because there's like four. Because we don't months. have the same birthday? Yes, exactly. Otherwise, you would be the exact same age. All right, fair enough. We're basically the same person, so it's okay. I should start by saying I feel really dirty right now. Not because uh, episode 69 makes me giggle like an idiot, but because <laughs> I went to Dutch Brothers recently and they gave me. They, I pull up to the window like, hey, man, do you want a couple? And I don't really hear what they say. And I go, what? And like, hey, man, do you want a couple fidget spinners? And I'm just like, oh, no, <laughs> I do not. And they're like, oh, well, do you want one? And I go, uh, fine. Okay, sure. So I have it and it's on my desk and I'm holding it and I don't remember picking it up. And I'm not spinning it, but I have it in my hand and I'm ready to. And I'm going to throw it across the room right now. Don't. Jesus, don't feel dirty <laughs> about that. Like those things are like they actually help. They really do. I've... I prefer like little cubes, but but the fidget spinners aren't inherently bad. It's just that stupid children have made them bad. Well, I feel like they would have been helpful when I was actually in school. I instead of drawing the entire time, maybe I would have been spinning this and paying better attention. But right. I, I feel like I should be staring at my phone and then occasionally saying notes that are on my phone. But I was like. <laughs> Kind of, kind of curious how long I could make it spin, so I threw it across the room, and now undivided attention, blipcast. Uh, I'm sure until you start like thinking about something else, which is what happens to me all the time. That, so really, that, I can't follow you. Yeah, I have my notes open just so I can <laughs> add notes to my own notes and then remember to say shit. Yeah, pretty much. So how have you been? It's been like a a good two months. How's how's school? It's killing you, I'm assuming. Uh, yeah, it was fine until finals. Because I literally did nothing this semester except write my paper, which is probably not even like a quarter finished. And um, like I ha so my my quote unquote final draft of the first draft was due. So just like they had us outline the entire paper and make sure that there were like filled in sections for everything um, before they totally ripped it apart and said, no, you have to redo all this stuff. You have so to know I have questions, right? <laughs> for sure. Final Just, draft of first draft. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so first complete draft. That's a better way to say it. Okay. So like, so like we had our first draft was just like, it had to be approximately um, uh, 20 pages or something, it, but they did it in lines. So it was like 195 lines. Um, Plus you had to have however many footnotes. And now this last one was it has to be complete at, at least 575 lines and then like 250 footnotes. So 
mine ended up being like 42 pages, I think. And then I had like 300 footnotes. And I have so much more I have left to write and stuff that I didn't think about or stuff I didn't add, stuff that like is super pertinent to the paper. But I, I have to like make a decision whether or not it needs to be added because like basically what I'm doing is outlining video games <laughs> as they are in the context of a law. Because apparently that's never been done before. Like there's a um, an American Law Review article, which is like a comprehensive guide to everything on video game law. Um, but it's really old. Like it was started in the 90s and like they just kind of add updates to it. So I figured I would give a perspective of somebody who ac actually like plays games. Um, and like I go back and do all the history and then address the topic of my paper. Um which I won't disclose for fear of being preempted by somebody who likes to write stuff. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so that is something I have to do over break and something that I did over this past semester, along with a whole lot of nothing. I did a lot of video gaming um, up until the point of finals, at which point I mostly just kind of freaked out and... Um, got really upset and didn't actually study very much and then uh, was thrown curveballs for finals and yeah. Fun. <laughs> I, I vaguely remember a conversation about lines from the last episode. The last episode is called lines because we just kept saying <laughs> lines and it became hypnotic and erased my memory of why. That's why. Okay, I got it back. Recap. <laughs> <laughs> Previously on Blipcast. <laughs> lines. Um, so how are you? I'm good. Uh, I've, you know, been up to the usual bit of stuff. Uh, but out of the ordinary, for uh, Katie Bear's birthday, we went to an escape room. Have you ever done an escape room? I have not. I really wanted to, though. Uh, the one in Sacramento, it is called Enchambered, is a lot of fun. It was a haunted library theme because knowing Katie Bear, of course it was. Uh, <laughs> she's obsessed with the books and the books ruled the... The little library thing and it was it was really funny because like it was we had the room could fit 10 people and we had eight people in our crew and we're like all right cool so that's mostly full and then last minute we're sitting there like okay so the other two people are gonna be showing up to your group uh and they're just randos they wound up being really cool i don't recall their names but uh so we did the the room and we're in one room and we're going through things and we're in there for like 15 minutes and we realize like oh man this is like a really tiny room like this is not what i expected at all and we have an hour in here that's gonna oh man <laughs> so we get a call about 15 like there's a phone in there and the phone rings 15 minutes in and the guy who is like watching us and who's our game master or whatever is just like yeah you guys aren't even close and just gives us a hint because we're failing so bad <laughs> so he tells us what to do and it opens up a bookcase that goes into a whole nother huge room and we're like oh okay cool cool that makes a lot more sense <laughs> so then from that from that room it opens a stairwell that goes up to like a little i don't know crow's nest sort of thing a tunnel that went to some sort of puzzle that was like light like lit up a organ that if you play a certain song on the organ it sets off some other thing uh, a room that opens up that's a hallway that opens up to another room that's like a, a little girl's bedroom and Ew. well <laughs> the little girl's the one haunting it like there's a lot more uh. backstory to it it's like this guy was really into 
some sort of science and he wound up ignoring his daughter and his daughter died and now haunts him and this is her haunting so, that's actually really cool it, okay it, I'm it, down. it was really really fucking cool and we did it i think he said with 12 or 14 seconds to spare <laughs> it got real so that's the time to beat guys yeah that's right <laughs> uh we're probably gonna do do them a bit more because uh there's a few places in sacramento and each one of them have like their uh own rooms like the one we went to has also has a bayou of some sort some kind of like riverboat uh room and then a zombie one where like there's a character chasing you around. I don't want as much part of that one. No, that I was horrible. I was completely uh, convinced that at one point when we were in the last room with like the, with the little girl's room, that just someone was going to charge us in the room if we didn't make it. <laughs> so like I was like everyone was like too many cooks were in this kitchen and there was like eight people on this one puzzle and Alvaro and I are, are off to the side just kind of like letting them do it and I'm in the hallway because like man if someone's going to charge us I'm going to see him coming it's not going to get me. And then, and then the wall opens, and it's like, you did it. And I'm like, we did it. <laughs> uh, nice. I, I went up doing very little, but I felt really clever at times because there's like a mirror that you hold up and like a black light that shines on something. And I don't know. I felt useful, but mostly useless. Yeah, for sure. There's a couple here in San Diego. Um, they look really shady, though. Like there's one right next to my school that's called like, and for the longest time, I thought this was like, a place you could go if the cops were chasing you because it's called like safe room from cops or something like that <laughs> and then i was like wait a minute they can't possibly advertise that because then the cops would go there and then i realized that it was one of those like escape rooms um and then there's like there's one downtown next to a hooters <laughs> of course so <laughs> this one was behind a del taco in like the <laughs> In, like, the Arden area. It was across That's the street incredible. from the punchline. That does not surprise me. Yeah, it, it was, like, you walk up, it's a, like, there's windows that have just, like, stickers that say where you are. But if those stickers weren't there, it would just be, like, uh, not quite warehouse building, but, like, something that was totally garage at one point. Wait, is that the place that used to be the Futon World or whatever? No, Futon World's still alive and well. <laughs> That's really weird. It is really weird. <laughs> All right. Not a sponsor. <laughs> <laughs> I've never been in there, actually. I'm assuming they have plenty that of futons. False. You and I went in there on Wait. a journey. We went whoa, in there whoa. and sat on futons. We went to do you not remember this? I do not remember going to Futon World. Was it okay. was that a was, joke? No, it, I mean, yeah, like <laughs> uh, everywhere we went. But like, remember when we used to go on excursions, like just generally? And then I think we went... <sighs> When I was like 17, I know it was before I went to the uh, the uh, sex toy store. I don't know a better way to say that uh, for my 18th birthday, but <laughs> <laughs> it was before that time, we went to the futon store and we sat on futons because we were like, what could this possibly be? And it was just a store full of futons. <laughs> I forgot that was a birthday present from me. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't buy anything, but that nah. was sure creepy and weird. Yep. <laughs> Sure was. It was not the weirdest one I've been to either, which is a weird story. All right, so the weirdest one, the one by um, the one in the little pocket area that's like underneath the freeway. Uh, no, I don't. This one was in like kind of the, uh, I guess not quite Carmichael. No, maybe not Carmichael. Like if you're going towards Roseville, whatever's before Roseville, that might be Carmichael. Doesn't matter. By uh, McClellan, what used to be the Air Force Base. Um. 
I went there for a senior project, or not senior project, a college project where we had to go do something related to sex. Not necessarily like go fuck something, but <laughs> <laughs> not necessarily, but it could be. Uh, the the parameters are pretty vague. They're like uh, it could be as simple as going to Planned Parenthood and getting some uh, literature. It could be going to an adult movie theater. It could be just like anything, but it was for a sexual psychology class. Okay. So me and my partner partners well actually only one of them went one had gone before so he just like so like i'm not going i'll just tell i'll just say i saw some dildos and that's what he did we got an a but uh <laughs> so we go in there and we're just kind of looking around they have like a bunch of movies dvds vhs tapes and there's a movie theater but we decide we're not going to go to the movie theater a because it's gross and b because it's kind of expensive so How much was it? I don't recall, but it was more than we wanted to spend with, <laughs> with both of us. Which was probably five dollars. No, like... it was like double digits, nearing twenty, maybe. It's, That's ridiculous. It's, That's disgusting. Yeah, but like, what I also noticed is like the new tapes and uh, DVDs were like fifty bucks, which seemed insane. But uh, considering like the internet exists. Well, I think that's the point, though, isn't it? Like, they have to raise their prices because everybody's getting free porn now. Maybe. I don't know. Anyway, sorry. So, yeah, <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I just I just discovered there were whole pockets of weird fetishes I didn't know existed. And, yeah. <laughs> uh, so I, that was a lot of my presentation. But we were looking at this glass case where they had just, like, various dicks and vaginas that you could you could have sex with and, like, a rubber fist. And the woman who's running the counter starts screaming at like the entryway to the theater because some dude looking like the biggest cliche of a guy that would do this in like a trench coat and a fedora like the trench coat had the collar popped up tried to sneak into the movie theater and got caught <laughs> and she started chasing him down with a baseball bat and and he goes she runs in there he runs out she runs after him and we're just like oh all right cool <laughs> so this is just the wild west and this is normal because she like puts the bat down comes back like, let me know if you need help find anything guys we're like all right thanks <laughs> so awesome <laughs> oh my god good times that's good <laughs> oh let's see so since we recorded last uh the main thing that i did was go to universal studios with dan and his family and it was it was a good time Have very you different i i went like 10 it's got to be more than that like 10 years ago before they added basically everything that's there <laughs> like the only thing that was the same i think was the um Jurassic park ride okay everything else is new or different um but yeah we got ones and uh we we rode almost everything, but what I didn't realize going into that park was that almost everything is like motiony. Yes. And I get motion sick. <laughs> so you and Katie Bear both. Yeah. I liked the um the mummy ride though. It was so actually on that, I think that the mummy ride is very close to infringing like trade dress on uh the indiana jones ride because it looks almost the same yeah it does i didn't, didn't notice that <laughs> really yeah oh well it was the first thing i thought of when i got inside jet don't sniff the microphone please um <laughs> special guest jeff guest. <laughs> guest jeff we got there anyway he, he can be jeff that's fine 
Hi, Jeff. Do you like your new name, Jeff? Anyway. Um, but yeah, it was good. It was, it was really enjoyable. And I really liked the, um, they had like a, a Christmas show or something, light show for mm-hmm. um, the Harry Potter land. And yeah, it was cool. How was it? Was it just like lights and fireworks? How was it on like, uh, yeah, a, actually, <laughs> if, if you compare it to like a Disney thing, was it like phantasmic good? Was it world of color? Was it even close? So it, it was based on world of color and it was far inferior, but I presumed that was going to be the case. It was just like music and they kind of had like a couple of Photoshop, <laughs> not Photoshop, uh, with the PowerPoint slides just up on the castle. <laughs> like, <laughs> PowerPoint. I don't know. Uh, it, it was okay. I don't know. It lasted for like 10 minutes and it went every 30 minutes or something. So oh, that's kind of cool. Yeah. Uh, when we went there, I like similar to the, all the rides being motion. I also noticed that almost every ride like shoots you with the water. Yeah, I got really wet. <laughs> like the the um, studio tour or whatever. Yeah. I screamed because I wasn't expecting to get like spit on by dinosaurs. <laughs> Um, did you see any of the, like, the stunt shows? Did you go the, uh, the Waterworld one? I've been on Waterworld, or I went to Waterworld when, uh, we went, we went there, like, ten years ago, and I think it's probably the same, because we sat in the front row and I got drenched, but I don't know. I don't know if it's changed at all. I love the Simpsons area. I mean, of course, I'm a big fan of the Simpsons, but I think, like, the world they created there is really cool. And the same with the Harry, the Harry Potter world. Like, they're yeah. great. But I think you can knock out all the rides at least once and way before it closes. Like, yeah, it, it's hard to fill happens. a day there. It is. And, yeah, I mean, that's some, that's something I really... I Like, I was sick of it by the time that I, we finished with that one day. And we were only there for half a day. Like, because we got a late start and, like... You know, we had to drive there, which was like two and a half hours. Um, so, I don't know. Like, I enjoy what they've done with the park, but I think they really need to up their game like if they want to compete for people. But there were a lot of people there. It was Thanksgiving weekend, uh, and yeah. like, it was a lot of international people, obviously, because you know Thanksgiving. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was it was just packed with people, probably because of the Harry Potter land, but still. Yeah, Harry Potter Land is really strong. Um, I've heard they're doing a Nintendo section, which could be yeah, cool. Yeah, I'm excited about that. It's going to yeah. be cool. Yeah, once that opens, uh, I'll probably go again. Yeah, I I will only go again once they stop making the rides so motion-y. Because like, there's no reason to do that. I don't know. There is. There totally is. It's really cost-effective, and like you can push people through really quickly, but I don't like it, so they need to change it. <laughs> it's, it's spatially conscious because you don't have to worry about like a roller like right. a roller coaster rink but that harry potter one that's in the castle it's basically the length of a roller coaster but it's they stop you and then you show you like 3d shit which is that was the one that really messed me up and that was the first ride we went on so like oh man <laughs> after that, its I was own. Just like oh, another one. <laughs> oh, also the actual the actual roller coaster there in the harry potter area is like 13 seconds long Oh my God. So we got the fast passes and like the first thing that I said after we finished it, after those 13 seconds on the ride was I'd be so pissed if I waited in line for this. Cause there was like a 30 minute wait time for that ride. Yeah, we did. We waited in line for a while <laughs> for it. And like the atmosphere of that one, I think you stare maybe it's supposed to be Haggard's cabin or something. Yeah. I don't really know, but 
that's where like Disneyland trumps it completely. Like I can wait for an hour in the Indiana Jones ride and just be immersed in like that temple, and right? Be, and be exactly. fine. But I don't know. One cabin, a little, little iffy. Yeah, I mean, I I enjoyed it. It was very much like a little fantasy land, like line crawl. Um, but I I don't know. Like they're trying really hard to grasp the magic of Disneyland, and I really appreciate that. Um, but at the same time, like they're not quite there. <laughs> so yeah, I uh, agree. Speaking of Disneyland, Katie Bear and I just went to Disneyland uh, to do their Christmas thing. With nobody to stay with you in the room. <laughs> so for our listeners, we were trying to book uh, a room in this hotel that's around the corner, which we're probably not going to stay in anymore simply because our trick there was to park at the hotel and walk through the staff parking, then through the giant parking garage and hop on the tram. They have since closed off the staff parking to the public, so we had to walk around. Which, I mean, it's still like only a 20-minute walk, but our shortcut's gone, and I like riding right. the tram. Yeah, for so sure. So we'll probably find something on the other side for next time. But the place where we usually stay, the only room they had available that was not a smoking room, which I forgot existed, was a essentially a suite with three bedrooms. And the price of the suite and the three, or not three bedrooms, three beds was like the price of a normal room we felt really <laughs> bad getting three beds for no reason so we put out a call on facebook and just like i don't know if it was short notice or people you know have lives and professionals and adults or finals finals absolutely <laughs> just like couldn't join us so we like had a bunch of people who were like kind of interested but just couldn't make it so we went and we checked in and the guy's like how many of you are there he's like well there's two of us he's like there's three beds like, yep <laughs> It was either her smoking room. The guy's like, yeah, okay. <laughs> so we had three rooms to ourselves, or three beds to ourselves, two rooms, and we're basically just, like, treating it like it was a one-bed a one bed place. We just picked a bed and, like, put everything in one main room. And actually, we, we had separate bathrooms. There's two bathrooms. Living the dream. That's so cool. <laughs> so, like, Katie was doing her stuff, and I was just, like, brushing my teeth in the other one. And then I was just, like poke my iPad in the iPad in the bed. Uh, so living the life of excess there. But so we've never done the Christmas thing. We last time we went, I think it was just normal Disney life. But before that, it was uh, Halloween, which mm -hmm. is pretty cool. Uh, Spooky Space Mountain was red. Where yeah, they just put like in like skulls one. and stuff. Uh, but we, you know, hadn't done Christmas and like Haunted Mansion is my favorite ride. I don't love it when it's all nightmared out, but that's still pretty cool. Uh, then just the land's like really cool. They got lights and garland and shit up, and it seems added whimsy. Uh, we thought we were going to be part of like their fireworks that has it where it snows. <clears throat> but there, yeah, during the fireworks during Christmas, there's a bunch of spots in the park where they make it snow. And I don't know That's if it's so cool. I don't know if it's foam or what the deal is, but this was just on the heels of what I think are still currently really bad fires in the LA area. Yeah. So the winds were just like still really going. So like they're supposed to start at nine, I think, and about eight thirty they get on the intercom. They're like, due to unforeseen weather, we will not be having the firework spectacular. So Katie and I were already like camping out in our spot and we're like, all right, well, I guess we'll just go wait in the hour and a half line for small world. 
because uh, Small World was all Christmased out. And right. we figure we haven't done Christmas. We've done Small World, haven't done Christmas Small World. So we're waiting in line and we're almost in and they get on the intercom. They're like, so the fireworks will not be happening, but we'll still make it snow. And they shot the snow off like all these buildings. And it seemed like it was foam or something because by the time we got off the ride, it was gone. There was like no evidence of it, but it looked like it was snowing. And we were sad we weren't in, the, in for that, but we still got to see it. And then we got on Small World and Small World Christmas is far superior from actual Small World. Really? Like, I've I don't... never been on it, I don't think. Not during Christmas. So while you're waiting in line, like it's going to be the like one of the biggest lines of the day. And right. every like twenty minutes or so, they project this fucking bonkers Christmas themed like video on all of uh, Small World. It like it just like uh, projectors go on it and they play these like weird ass songs and like there's lights flashing all around the whole area that are synced <laughs> with it and it's this whole immersive fucking just insane thing. Like, they do some Christmas song that's kind of straightforward, but then there's one where it's just like, point to point to point to point to point to point. And that goes on for a while. And then it just ends like it didn't happen. So that's the outside. And then okay. and then you get inside, and they have the Small World song, but it's also mixed with, uh, is it Jingle Bells? It's So instead of just Small World playing in different languages over and over, it cycles through a Christmas song that I think might be Jingle Bells, and it's a Small World. And then they mix in like Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer a little de- a little bit, and so many of the like characters in there have like Christmassy stuff. And Katie said like, she's like, I don't think I'll go on it again unless it's Christmased out. And I agree with that because <laughs> it's an infinitely better ride, and it's barely a ride, but still, it's so much weirder. That's awesome. I'm I'm excited now. I have to go during Christmas. I I think you should. Uh, Usually we don't because it's just like so crazy. How are the how are the lines and stuff like in general? We uh, felt like we were we got there at gates, so we were there at like eight or seven or eight or whatever. And yeah. by the time like noon hit, we had a bunch of the big stuff already done, and there was like no one really there. But weird. Be- but because they were open until midnight, people showed up like early afternoon, and then it was insane. Oh yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> but like we had fast passes for. Um, Space Mountain that we got at like four in the afternoon or so, that were yeah. for ten fifty five. Like that was the soonest we could get one after getting a ride. Uh, That's pretty normal though. Yeah, because people people just like camp it out and like <laughs> they're weird with with fast passes, but yeah. Uh, yep. Yeah, so it was like not as bad as I was expecting because we went in December like to the Christmas thing. Right. But because it wasn't like I think this week, well, not this weekend, but last weekend's probably be absurd, and you know, probably yeah. this weekend too, because it's actually Christmas weekend. Right. And a lot of rich people go like actually on Christmas. Um, I know that like I think basically the whole entire month of December is a blackout date for like the um, Southern California Pass or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, California resident. I don't know. Sorry, what? <laughs> uh, Katie's dad is like a retired. Uh, navy vet so he's able to get his discounted tickets through the va or something that's awesome uh so like it was a peak day according to their calendar but we wound up getting it for like normalish price so that was cool that's pretty good <laughs> uh yeah so disneyland still magical i still it hate is still magical i still hate people with double wide strollers and people that insist on using uh star cell phones on dark rides 
Yeah. Yeah. That one lady had to take that phone call on, on Pirates. So we're like in the middle of the ride. We're like, we're going on this again. Are you fucking serious? Yeah. Somebody did that? She, it was like during like the cannon or the, uh, like a shootout with the two ships. <laughs> and her phone just rings and she takes the call. And like Katie and I, just no no shame, no fear. Just like, all right, this fucking sucks. We're going on this again because this, this woman ruined it. Just like yeah. saying it out loud. And she's oblivious, just has no idea. So we promptly got a, a fast pass and hop back on later. That's stupid. I, I think they should probably install little like cell phone um uh cell phone like signal blockages at mm -hmm. the start of rides. Cause that I I'm surprised she even got signal down there. Like <laughs> That's actually impressive now that you say it, because the it's more underground, <laughs> a ton of people were there, and, and like just all the different signals made it so like our phones are basically useless. But she took a phone call just fine. <laughs> Probably a spy. Maybe she's a plant. <laughs> Disney spy. A plant by Disney, yeah. Um, what else was on that note for that? Oh, I wore a shirt that had just the Prince like love symbol on it. Yeah. And I had two different uh, cast members break like their whole guys to be like oh my god your shirt's amazing <laughs> like standing in line for uh haunted mansion and she's like oh fill in the dead space oh my god come here <laughs> and i was like awesome. what's up she's like what's your favorite song what's your favorite album i was like well favorite album like it's easy it's obvious but purple rain and she's kind of like oh come on i'm like look i feel like it's the cliche one for a reason yeah and then she's like all right what's your favorite song i was like kiss of course she's like all right so you're you're good and we go a little further down the line and she comes around the corner and she just like pops out of her spot where she's supposed to be like taking fast passes and like hold on i want to quiz you name three what? yeah she's like name three bands that prince launched i was like yeah she's like yeah i was like all right cool there's the time there's vanity six there's the family and i listed off like three other ones i was like third yeah. eye girl the revolution new power generation she's like all right all right all right i was like don't try me wow i hate people like she was great she was like super sweet but for some reason she wanted to challenge me on my shirt i was i was like super into it i don't know probably but i Maybe it's because you look like a hipster. <laughs> yeah, I get that. Like she even <laughs> said, like some people I just see in those type of shirts and they say they get the shirt because they like the shirt. I'm like, I mean, I, I get that also. Wear whatever you want, but I don't want to be one of those people. I just don't understand who the fuck would buy a Prince shirt if they didn't know who the fuck Prince was. <laughs> like, I don't know. Like, I, I see the Nirvana thing as like, yeah, they sell that at Hot Topic. I, do they sell Prince shirts at Hot Topic? Fun. Like, how did you acquire your Prince shirt? Funny I feel story. Like <laughs> Katie and I were at Arden Fair Mall a few weeks back, and every, I'd say maybe once a year, I walk through Hot Topic just so I feel out of place. And, right. on, and on the shelf, they had the Prince shirt I have. But, I, but on Black Friday, I had just an ad pop up that had Prince shirts in it, and it was like $10 Prince shirts. I'm like, Hey, that kind of looks like that one. I'm like, oh my god, this is like a sponsored ad from Hot Topic. Ten dollars. Fuck, fuck. I'm buying a goddamn print shirt from Hot Topic. So I did. Yeah, I don't feel bad about that. I mean, like. I say I regret nothing. <laughs> um, that explains. That explains it though. All yeah, right, fine. That was whatever. like one of four or five shirts they had too. It was the only one they had that didn't just like have his face on it. Ah, uh, yeah. Yeah, so I, that's why I picked that one. All right. Well, that's really sad that Prince is now in that category of, like, things that 
young people wear that they don't understand. Yeah. Uh, did you want to go under Naomi Viscaris? No. <laughs> Dude, come on. I, I know. I really wanted to. But number one, they moved the venue to like in the middle of Hollywood. So it was from, oh, it moved from Santa Ana to Hollywood, which is another like hour and a half, even though it's like five miles away. That uh, sucks. <laughs> I didn't know that. So, and then it was also the, the night before my corporation's final. And I was not studying that weekend due to mostly laziness. And so like, I was just like, you know what? No, I saw them. I will see them again at some point. They're wonderful. And I already paid for the tickets. So really there's not really any, like anything I'm doing wrong uh, to them by not <laughs> showing up. Cause it's not like I scream or anything. So I'm not really adding anything to the crowd, but yeah, so. How was it? It was pretty great. The new album songs are really good live. Really? Yeah. Well, they are better live than they are on the on oh, their, totally. um, recorded tracks, but <sighs> I'm so sad. Oh, well, it's fine. They'll, uh, they'll, they'll come next year because we saw them. We saw them two years prior to this, right? Yeah. And I saw them twice that year. Okay. Yeah, so yeah, they'll come back. They're becoming just a regular, like all over the world touring band now. So it's, it's cool. Yeah, it is really cool. And I'm so happy for them because they're so talented. <laughs> uh, I, that's one of many shows I went to. Uh, I went to Aftershock this year. Okay. Uh, and I, got, I don't know what the hell that is. <laughs> uh, Aftershock is the big two-day hard rock metal festival in Sacramento. That, uh, like, a couple years ago I went and I worked it for 98 Rock and Tool played. Uh, this year the headliners were Nine Inch Nails and Ozzy Osbourne. So, like, 15-year-old Daniel was shitting himself because <laughs> those are, like, two very important musical people to me, like Trent Reznor and Ozzy Osbourne. Right. So uh, we found our way there, and my dad and I went. And, like, I mentioned the potential of, like, getting hooked up with tickets. And I was like, hey, so I, there's a chance I might have a hookup with some tickets to a show. I don't want to know if you want to go. He's like, oh, my God, is it Aftershock? I was like yeah he's like i want to go i absolutely want to go i was like all right cool i was like otherwise i was going to take katie and she don't think she's going to have a very good time yeah so we went and like for the most part bands were like kind of okay first day i had mastodon and gojira which is really cool and then nine inch nails who were fucking incredible live i always forget how good they are and then the next day was just like a lot of filler like i was <laughs> i was seeing bands just because they're bands to see and then i just kind of started walking around between stages and just seeing like w people watching yeah and i saw a dude in a full clown outfit paying people or people were paying him to staple money to him uh which made me realize he snuck in a stapler yeah <laughs> which seemed weird uh so yeah people were just like taking five dollar bills and stapling to his back and he was standing there and like not quite icp makeup but Basically. It was there in spirit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then when he had a crowd of people watching him, this this lady, like, said something effective, like, nah, guys, watch this. And she tore off a skirt she was wearing and was wearing just the tiniest G-string, like, imaginable, and just started twerking to, like, draw the tension away. And it just became this weird thing where on both sides of me, there was just, like, these sideshows happening. And I was just like, I just kind of want to find a place to get some iced coffee and some veggie food. <laughs> <laughs> Turns out vegetarian food, kind of hard to find. No surprise. At no the surprise. big metal festival. Co yeah. Coffee, iced or otherwise, impossible to find. 
But really? you can get fuck ton of free uh, monster. I did not. That's 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 too much. That's weird. I feel like coffee would be like coffee is coffee. Coffee okay. is like a traditionally goth thing to drink. I don't know why it wouldn't be there. That's really weird. Uh, I feel like the only thing there for goths may have been Nine Inch Nails, and there were definitely some like <laughs> some like OG like nine early '90s cyber goth guys there wearing like awesome. gas masks and shit when it's like 85 degrees and they're just <laughs> miserable, like just leaking through their leather. That's gross. Yeah, it was pretty gross. <laughs> but the highlight of the whole weekend had to be just like I was on the rail for Ozzy Osbourne. Like, I, I got up there before the band before them, which was supposed to be Marilyn Manson, but Dum Dum dropped something on him and broke his leg. So, <gasps> like, not at that show, but oh. he was, <laughs> like, one night on his tour, he was running around and people were saying he was super drunk and he fell off the stage and thought he broke his foot. The next night, he went up on stage, completely fine, probably drunk. And was just dancing in front of one of his backdrops, like a light scaffolding thing, shaped like a cross with guns on it or something. And that fell on him and actually broke his leg. Oh my so God. he could have played the show in a wheelchair like he did when he played Ozfest like a month later. Yeah. But he just canceled the appearance. So instead I saw Hailstorm, who were fine. Uh, they they played just like <laughs> There's some bitterness in your voice. <laughs> well I don't really understand the appeal of them. They just kind of play like big kind of fist in the air rock and roll, which isn't my my jam. But like they were super talented and they put on like a really good show. But I was there like this could have been Marilyn Manson. And I was like two people back. But then when people left to go see Five Finger Death Punch, who I wanted no part of. Yeah, for sure. uh, I got up on the rail and I sat there for an hour and a half. I'm like, oh, my God, it's fucking happening. And it was great. (laughs) That's awesome, dude. I'm happy for you. Oh, so <laughs> You're just like reminiscing. Like, it was oh. like it was like a weird life goal I didn't know I had. And you fulfilled it. It's like as soon as you knew you had it, you fulfilled it. That's the way to live life. Yeah, exactly. I think I should write a book about this. It'd be like the secret, <laughs> but like the super secret. <laughs> oh my god, please. Even if it's like 10 pages. <laughs> Wait for the opportunity to show up and then decide you've wanted it your whole life. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, so I have seen, I feel like I've seen more movies than this, but I saw Justice League. Oh yeah. And Thor. Cool. Cause we haven't seen Thor since we last spoke, right? Uh, I don't know if we have, but I have not. You have, fuck you. <laughs> have you seen anything? I've Aside seen, from Last Jedi? Cause I know you saw that. I've seen a bunch of stuff actually. Okay. But well, did you see Justice League? No. Fucking what? Where's your head at, man? Uh, okay. So, I know I shouldn't like have so much weight in press coverage of some movies, but no part of the trailers or the reviews or any sort of thing in my body made me want to see Batman versus Superman. Wonder Woman made me kind of curious about the Justice League, and then I was like. I keep seeing people posting that it's dog shit, though, and I don't. It's really not. I have no idea what they're talking about. To be quite fucking frank with you. Ooh, fucking frank. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so I, I'm not curious. Like, I, See, I, it's I... people like you. Because <laughs> <laughs> what what's gonna happen now is that 
they can't continue to produce fucking DC movies, and then Disney is going to purchase DC, and then everything's going to be owned by Disney. You saw about that merger, right? Oh, yeah, they own The Simpsons now, and that terrifies yeah. me. Yeah. But that, anyway. ma- that makes Lisa Simpson a D- Disney princess. Yay. Yeah. <laughs> I, so, how, just... you like the Justice League, I'm guessing. I do. I think it is better than either Avengers movie. We'll see about Infinity War because, to be to be honest, I think they're going to have very similar um, plot lines, and people are gonna not be able to see that because people are inherently biased toward Marvel now because I don't know. There's something carnal about the way that Marvel makes its movies. So, like, it's like, it's like, okay, I should not be bad mouthing Marvel because <laughs> it's not in like entirely a bad thing, but it's very much like you're giving your your niece or nephew candy when really you should be giving them like vegetables and shit. Like that's what I feel like Marvel is because it it's not like necessarily good storytelling or awesome acting or good writing or, you know, like meaningful, uh, morals or anything like that. It's just, this satisfies your Michael Bay cravings without being so explodey and in your face. And it satisfies your need for oversaturation of color. And it satisfies your need for, um, corny, hokey dialogue and, um, I guess very accessible and meaningless morals that have uh, some relevance to today's problems, but honestly, not enough to satisfy me. <laughs> See, that same like checklist of things you don't like about Marvel movies, I also don't like about Marvel movies. So why do you want me to see Thor? Cause like I'm oh, just I'm just I've been talking the... about Justice League. Sorry. Oh, I see. Cause I've been like, <laughs> see that checklist of things is things I don't like about Marvel movies, and I have been just like off that since probably the second Avengers one. Yeah. Uh, and I just don't really care anymore. Like I think the trailer, which I know is just supposed to be a laundry list of who's in it, but I think the trailer for Infinity Wars looks like a mess. It I, does. I think it's gonna be too much. I think it's going to just be just cameo after cameo after cameo, and it's going to be nothing but people being excited about re- seeing things they recognize rather than having any story. Exactly. And I'm actually yeah. reading the Infinity War graphic novel right now on my iPad, and I'm fucking lost. There's too many goddamn people in this. <laughs> I don't know who anybody is. Like, I'll see Captain America wander in the background. I'm like, all right, cool. There's somebody I know. And I feel like that's not what this movie's going to be. The comic is a huge, just, you know, 800 page story about like the world being, or the universe being destroyed or something. Yeah. But the movie is going to try and do that, but it's essentially going to be like, Oh look, there's guardians of the galaxy. Oh, Hey, there's that other thing from from the other movies. And I am not interested in that. I, I am 99% sure based on the trailer that the plot line for, um, Infinity War is going to be that Thanos comes and fucks everything up. Loki is seduced by the the cube thing, <laughs> Tesseract. 
<laughs> and then Thor and the Guardians of the Galaxy have to go find like a time turner device, turn back time and fix something that that went wrong. I am so sure that that's going to be the context of this movie that I almost like I almost don't even want to go like see it and confirm my fears. <laughs> it's just it's just such a a dumb device that they use in like TV shows. It should not be the core of like the premier movie that you've been making movies for almost a decade or more than a decade, like building up to, you know, I don't know. It's just, it's dumb. Like I posted a big status that was like a Facebook status. That was me listing. If you had a handful of candy and it listed all these candies, but also had like razor blades and pens and rocks (laughs) and just like all this like weird shit you find in a drawer or like on the ground or in the trash. And I said, that's what the trailer felt like. But ultimately my biggest problem with a lot of the Marvel movies is how they end with them fighting a big swarm. And I've said that on the show before. I hate that part of Marvel movies. But this is now a swarm on both sides for like five hours. And I'm so out. So, I, okay, I think, I still think you should go see Justice League or find it somewhere. Legally. It'll it'll wind up on probably Netflix, honestly, because I think Batman v. Soups was on there and it's just, we let it lapse. For sure. Um, yeah, Batman, honestly, I liked Batman vs. Superman, but it, it wasn't like the greatest movie of all time, but it was it was interesting to watch. There's a couple parts in Justice League that are really weird that I know you're, will probably take you out of it. Just continue watching <laughs> the movie, please. Okay. <laughs> just, just for me. Don't get up and walk um, away. I've only done that yeah. tw- three times. <laughs> Fair. Um, but... I think there is a swarm, but I don't think it's at the end of the movie, but I can't recall for sure. Just forewarning you, okay, if well, you do decide to go watch it. I should say the placement of the swarm doesn't matter. I will still be annoyed, but okay. Okay. I mean, but at least the swarm kind of makes sense in this one. I don't know. Like, and they deal with it in a way that's not swarmy. I, I like, It's not just like them for five minutes fighting a bunch of things. It's like they're going through the motions of figuring out the logistics of a situation while fighting the swarm. I don't know if that makes it any better for you, but that's what happens. Maybe. We'll see. Okay. <laughs> Real question. Yes. A- Aquaman. How's that going? Uh, I love him. Okay. I actually, I think I like his personality better in the movie than I do in the comics. Cause he doesn't really have one in the comics. He's just like, a fish. he's more do goody than like Superman is. Oh. If that makes any sense. Yeah. It's kind of weird. Gross. Cause he's like this, he's like this outcast kid who was never accepted by humanity. Cause he's a fucking fish. And then he was never accepted by Atlantis. Cause like he's a fucking human. <laughs> <laughs> right. So, so then, like, he just, like, lives with his dad, and then he was, like, experimented on as a kid because, like, they met this, like, this uh, scientist dude, and he basically used him, and he kept trying to get him to, like, bring him to Atlantis and all that stuff. So then eventually he stopped talking to the scientist, and then, like, his dad dies, so then, like, he doesn't have any attachments to anything. And then Mira... Um, 
like the love of his life or whatever comes and like tries to assassinate him because she's part of this other like Atlantis sect that like broke off because they were upset with the way that Atlantis was going and and like then he falls in love with her I guess because like she's like the only woman he's ever touched or something and then I don't know it's just like a really weird situation um in the in the comics but in the movies, it seems to make a little more sense. But who knows? Because they didn't really talk much about Mira and like what her role is. Um, but basically, from what I can gather in Justice League is that um, he's outcast himself from Atlantis and is choosing to just like chill in little fishing towns and save people randomly and like not not make a big deal about himself. Um, so they didn't really explore that too much. That's still kind of up in the air about what's going to happen in the actual Aquaman movie. But, um, yeah, I like him a lot and not just cause he's hot. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I was getting at. Uh, yeah. Katie wanted to see that part of it cause she likes that guy. But, so uh... about that, like the editing in this movie is very weird. It bothered me when I was watching it, but looking back on it, it makes a lot of sense the way they did it. So that's another thing. Like, it's something to get, like, God, I hate to say this about the movie because I did really like it, but it is definitely something to get through. But, like, in retrospect, it's an awesome movie. It's just going through it the first time is kind of confusing, and I think that's actually a big reason why people didn't like it because they didn't want to think about it afterwards because people just like to be spoon-fed things, you know? <laughs> so, anyway, what I'm trying to say is that the, the parts that he's in are split all throughout the movie and there's no like there's no core chunk of his backstory okay is he is he like the hulk of this movie where well hulk had a couple of movies that you know failed but in the <laughs> i mean i think as far as like filmmaking goes i think they failed and i could be yeah. wrong but no when he shows up the avengers you're just supposed to know who the hulk is because he's in the zeitgeist he gets mad he turns greed he breaks shit uh, I feel like there's less Aquaman in the zeitgeist of things where he talks to fish and. Well, that's yeah, that's something they address in the movie, kind of. Um, I could recognize his powers, but only because I had read the comics in which they talk about. Yeah, he's got super strength and yeah, he's basically um, Superman's like equal, just like he can't go in space and like um, that kind of stuff. So and, and they do mention that he's bulletproof, I think. Uh, maybe. Yeah, I didn't know that about Aquaman. <laughs> yeah, I, it's a random power. I don't really know why he got it, but whatever. Um, I think it has something to do with like scales and like they're supposed to be tough or something. I don't, I don't fucking know. I'm just rationalizing. Um, but yeah, they don't really, they don't really go into it. They just kind of like, yeah, you have your trident and some like fish scale mail and uh, you got cool hair. I don't know, like. And then, like, the meeting scene between him and Bruce is really short-lived and kind of weird, but I think it's because they cut it down because they cut, like, two hours or something off the movie. Wow. I don't know. It's a fucking mess. <laughs> they you, you're just not made selling it. me on this movie. You're like, it's a slog you have to get through. It's a mess. They cut a bunch of shit. It's edited weird. Are you sure you like this movie? I, I love it. Okay. Okay. I don't believe you anymore. No, I... <laughs> I do. <laughs> you seem a little um, too defensive. Are you trying to convince yourself or me? <laughs> no. Uh, I don't really like it. 
It's just, I know that there's a director's cut because there's always a director's cut with DC movies. <laughs> and so I know that there's other stuff that's, that's in there that's like, okay, there's a lot that could have been done better. And I think a lot of it had to do with the company making really bad decisions. Okay. But that said, I think the movie in its entirety was very good for like, you know, like a Justice League Avengers type movie where it just has all kinds of different competing like personalities and people they have to cover and like backstories. And since they were introducing like three people in the movie, they had to do that in the time frame. And it was just, I don't know. I mean, that's a problem in and of itself. But like given the fact that they're trying to compete with Marvel, they can't really do, oh, yeah, here's a cyborg movie. Here's a Flash movie, even though we have this other Flash in the in this like TV series Oh, You're just question on to that. Understand it's a different universe. <laughs> oh, those are different universes. I had a, yeah. that was my follow up. Is like, is that the Flash in the movie? Uh, no, they're different people, and I actually like. They're actually even different Flashes. So the one in the um, in the TV series is shit. Maybe they're the same. Who was the one in the TV series? Dude, I don't fucking know. Are you asking me or oh, Dan? Oh, you don't watch. No. Oh no, Dan left. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> He's just like fucking got it. He's like peace. Doesn't want to um, hear half a podcast. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Um, I know that the one in the movie is Barry Allen. I can't remember if that's the one in the TV show, but regardless, it's not the same person. So it, they're different universes. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's a. It's. <laughs> I guess to really appreciate it, you kind of have to have some of the backstory. And I think that's another problem with the general audience that, that like that movies, you know, kind of have to cater to. I just listen. I, I love the movie. <laughs> I hate the industry. OK. 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 <laughs> how How is the candy that is Thor? How is that? I honestly didn't like that movie. Much. I don't think I'd ever watch it again. Number one. Um Two, it was, I won't say it was too long, but because there wasn't a, like any other point which I thought it should have ended, but um, it was, I don't know, it was too childish for me as far as, oh, there's a lot of pretty colors on the screen. Oh, there's. You know, a lot of like slapstick humor, which I mean, you expect with the Hulk and everything, but I don't know. It was a lot. Um, and I don't like that they alluded to Planet Hulk, but made it something different. Like, I'm happy that they didn't go with Planet Hulk and then fuck it up. But I don't like that it was just so similar to like the Planet Hulk storyline and they just ripped apart all of the like seriousness of it and like the the loss that he feels and they just made him a child like the hulk isn't just a child <laughs> but that's all that he was in the movie and then um i mean thor they made i don't know i don't know how to feel about that cuz it's not canon to the comics i don't think and it's really not canon to the mythology so that still bothers me for some reason um, um do they still try and force that awkward romance of him and black widow hulk that is they allude to it Ugh. uh yes kind of so annoying. kind of yeah i know and unnecessary. I mean, 
and not canon, but I mean, whatever. I don't, I'd rather, I don't know. Yeah, I, I guess it just, it seems manipulative, but that's what Hollywood's all about these days. So. All right. Well, what other movies have you seen? Uh, Last Jedi. <laughs> uh, have you heard of the movie pass thing? Yes, you you talked about it, I think, the last episode. So I got one. I've been using it. Uh, so I went and saw Murder of the or- on the Orient Express. That was cool. Was it? Yeah, it was kind of cool. It was like a murder mystery sort of thing. And How how was uh, Johnny Depp in that? Oh, uh, he, spoiler, he is the murderer, so he's not in very much of it. <laughs> <laughs> so <Okay>. great. <laughs> <laughs> there is a murder. He is it. Okay. But then there's like cool. another hour and a half of the movie. So uh, I enjoy that. It's twisty turny. And I, I realize I enjoy the kind of guy trying to like solve something by being clever. Like, So that does that mean you're going to go see the new, um, uh, fuck, what's his name? Uh, uh, Qui-Gon Jinn. What's his name? A uh, uh, guy uh, from Taken. Liam Neeson movie? I don't know, <laughs> you're talk- I don't know what movie you're talking yeah. about. Oh, there, so he's got this new movie where he's on a fucking train and this woman comes in and sits down and she's like, I've got a proposition for you. And then like tricks him into like taking money to, I don't know, find some dude to save or something. I don't know. The trailer that they showed in the theaters last basically gave away the entire plot of the movie, but I was not paying attention because I really don't want to see it. But yeah, it's another tr- it's another movie like uh, okay, Murder here, on the Orient Express. Here, here's the thing. You got too caught up in the train part, I think. I like <laughs> the solving of the crime. I don't give a shit about the train. Okay, fair. <laughs> uh, I also saw uh, Lady Bird. Have you heard of Lady Bird? Yes. Uh, I cannot recall at all what it is, though. It is a coming-of-age story of a girl who's just in, like, a Catholic school and is kind of rebelling against that, which, on paper, is already not my jam. It's got, like, 99% on Rotten Tomatoes. It's being nominated for all the awards. I thought it was... That's where... Okay, yeah. It's set in Sacramento. The person that wrote it, and I think directed it, like, grew up in Sacramento. So there's all these, like, weird landmarks. Like, they cut to the uh, Tower Bridge a bunch... They cut to this uh, grocery store that I shot in for my senior project. Nice. <laughs> and there's all these weird jabs at Davis. And we saw it at the varsity here in town. And it went over really well. It was. <laughs> I would recommend it. Like, uh, coming-of-age movies aren't really something I like. Just I just don't. I don't know. I don't relate to them. I don't find them interesting. But this one was a good one. You never came of age, Daniel? Well, <laughs> I don't know. Like, the whole high school drama of just, like, people that hate each other for no reason yeah that absolutely exists but i don't like movies about it like no i know i'm just giving you shit no like <laughs> i was telling somebody about this recently like people were just monsters in high school like they're like if your backpack was open people would just put trash in it and it was normal so you knew not yeah. to have your backpack open and that that's true. it wasn't a, a it wasn't so much a examination of people that would put trash in someone's backpack it was oh i should <laughs> i shouldn't have my backpack open right yeah uh, I also I also saw Coco, the new Pixar movie, and I oh, yeah. I enjoy that a lot. That's what I've been hearing. Uh, as a as a musician, I enjoyed that they put in all the effort into the instruments and stuff, where they made the guitar playing a hundred percent accurate as far as what he was strumming and where his fingers were, because I'm an asshole and that kind of thing bothers me when it's wrong. 
Yeah. So it was right. But also the music's great. <laughs> uh, the story's really good. Uh, yeah, it was, it was really good. Good. Maybe uh, we'll go see that. I would recommend it. When did it, it come out? Uh, a month ago, maybe? Uh, three weeks okay. ago or something? Hopefully it'll still be in theaters. <laughs> then I saw The Last Jedi, which yes. I could probably do a whole episode on. I mean, we can if if you have time. Uh, I thought you didn't have time. I mean, I can go ask Dan when he's going to start stream, and then like after this, obviously. Let's. I don't know why we're talking shop like right now, but let's pencil. Yeah, I could... <laughs> let's let's do an off-air conversation right now, real quick. I'll keep. I'll leave it in. <laughs> Want to shoot for an episode next week of just Last Jedi? Uh, sure, that's blip, fine. A blip, blip, three or something. Blip. Great. I believe it's blip goes to the theater. That's what our movie commentary. Yeah. But we did one just for the second Thor movie that was like a, a 0.5 episode. Oh, yeah. Okay, fine. All right. So <laughs> maybe look forward to that when we find time somewhere. With like, I mean, like, it's Christmas on Monday. Then after that, it's New Year's. I don't know what you're up to, but well, I, it would so be... I'm, I'll be out of town until the 27th, so... Yeah. yeah. All right, cool. So <laughs> we'll figure it out. That's definitely yeah. more off air. Uh, I enjoyed it. I felt a little uh, just nutshell. It was very different. There was a lot of little things I don't like, and I feel like I'm being nitpicky, but also I don't know. I'm already slated to see it again with my dad, and I said, I'm going to work some stuff out this time. <laughs> what? You're so, going to work some stuff out this time? I'm going to watch the movie and try yeah. and figure some things out that bothered me. Okay. So, but overall, I'm pro, but I have questions and things I want to revisit. I loved it, and I think they should keep making movies like that. I am happy that they signed Ryan Johnson on for three more movies after this next one. Nice. Oh, my God, I, there's going to be three more. <laughs> yeah. They're supposed to only be about, or not only, but primarily be about Kylo, so that's going to go over well as far as I can tell on the Internet because people are very mad. <laughs> about the current state of this movie but anyway that's almost spoilery so <laughs> yeah i mean we'll, we'll go we'll dive deep on the 69.5 yeah yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but also i saw the disaster artist the movie about the book about the room oh god i enjoyed it was it okay you did yeah Oh. I didn't like that it was like a James Franco joint, but yeah, like that book is great. The book by Greg Sotero, the disaster artist, it's really good and it examines their friendship. And the movie tries to make it about that, but it also just kind of like is this character study of Tommy Wiseau. Oh, okay, that does sound pretty good. <laughs> but you don't really find anything out about him. Like that's not really spoilery. You can try and of Google course. things about him. You're not going to find anything. Right. But I, I'm one of those people that's like, read the book because the book's incredible. Okay. And the movie like takes a lot of the good parts about the book and then kind of condenses some things, but it's still a good time. Okay. Maybe I'll read the book because I don't want to support James Franco. <laughs> yeah, I, I wish it would have been anyone else, but it's it's <laughs> it's Dave acting opposite Frank and uh, James and Dave, whoever the the Franco brothers. Yeah. So it's just Franco on Franco for like an hour 45. No! <laughs> right? It's my uh, nightmare. <laughs> but it's it's still fun despite that. Oh, shit. I just realized I don't have a recommendation. Uh, what do you have to teach us or a case or something? Or do you okay. have anything else? 
I I don't have anything to teach you. I could teach you about parole of evidence because I spent my uh, afternoons researching it, even though I already knew about it because I had to find case law. Uh, but it's not that interesting, so... <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no, I don't have anything to teach you. Sorry. Oh, shit, okay. <laughs> uh, I I mean, I could riff if you really want to find something to recommend. I, I kind of want to find something to recommend. What okay, are they? What so are the parole evidence rule is, at least in California, is that like if you're looking at a contract and you're trying to figure out what the parties agreed to, um, you're supposed to look at extraneous evidence like emails and like conversations that were had in order to figure out whether or not the contract is actually a full summation of what the two parties actually agreed to. Um, uh, the traditional parole evidence rule is that you can't look at anything in order, in order to determine whether or not that contract is like whole because uh, it's assumed to be whole if it's signed by both parties. But the parole evidence rule in California changed that, and they were like, no, no, we can't really figure that out unless we actually look at that stuff. So it's kind of like eating the cake to then eat the cake. It's kind of weird. But I honestly agree with that, even though it doesn't really make sense. So that's my take on the parole, parole <laughs> evidence rule. This is where we need like one of those mixers that just has like a little when I say something that's like illegal. Are you saying uh, we should invest in a soundboard? I very much am saying that. <laughs> All right. Well, I'll get to work on that. Get some sort of sampler thing and put it on my iPad and call it done. And it's going to be full of wee-woo. <laughs> so I, I do have a recommendation. Uh, okay. <laughs> so thanks for that. <laughs> uh, I, this episode I'm recommending uh, Vava. That's V-A-V-A with like a little line on top. Uh, I don't remember her name, but it's like the solo project of this artist who plays kind of like math rocky guitar and sings sort of like Bjork over the top. And <laughs> awesome. like it's they opened or her and uh, this guy who is like playing drum machine and bass opened for the deer hunter when I saw them recently. And they <laughs> were fucking really good. And I wound up buying their um, <clears throat> their EP on Bandcamp, which is called The Other Side. And it's a really, really cool thing that I feel like is going to kind of get mixed out with how much other music there's been this year so vava the other side my recommendation all right so <laughs> that's again that's why we need the soundboard so we can have some applause yeah and not really lonely <laughs> just what it didn't even sound like clapping do you have your hands and gloves or something it sounded like oh, you were no. just like hitting a desk is that better <laughs> we got there i think it's a round of applause Oh my god! I was gonna say that's legally a round of applause, but I feel like you'd be the the uh, word on that. Was that was that legally a round of applause? Two people clapping. I don't know what the legal definition of a round of applause is. And why are you I, in school? I can say with almost legal certainty that there was somebody in between the two of us also clapping. So I'm gonna say yeah, fine, whatever. It's <laughs> legally a round of applause. Somewhere in the like the 300 miles or whatever between where I am and where you are, there's got to be one person clapping somewhere on yeah. I-5 because they just like are really stoked about the the Kettleman exit or something. Or Landmarks. to put a more somber <laughs> note on it, uh, somebody is clapping because they were able to go back to their house after being ev like, evacuated. Yeah, how is your San Diego sandwich of fire? Oh, uh I'm fine. <laughs> like, uh, none of the fires even got close to me, but they did burn a lot of um, really expensive housing up to the north of us. 
And then I, I don't know how the Mexican fire is going. And then the Santa Ana? I don't know exactly where it is, but the, the fire up there, the Johnson fire or Thomas fire, I think it's called, um, that is still, I think like the last estimate and that was last week was like 400,000 acres had been burnt or something. So they're kind of in a rough spot, but yeah. I'm good. <laughs> I was going to say, and that's all that matters, but I was going to feel really gross. So then I said that I was going <laughs> to say it, so I didn't actually say it. So it hasn't Dude, been said. What's up? But something really pissed me off, though. Uh, LA Times posted this article that was just like, several multi-million dollar homes were burnt in the Thomas fire. And I was like, are you are you kidding me? Like, you're going to post on that, but not like the thousands of homes that were like lower or middle class. You don't Gross. care about those. Yeah, it, it made me really angry. I was very upset. <laughs> so let's end on an angry note. <laughs> Fuck whatever paper that was, I guess. <laughs> well, if you want to talk to us, you can do so by emailing flipcast at gmail.com. We're on Facebook at flipcast. Nope, facebook.com slash flipcast. <laughs> and on Twitter at flipcast. Also Twitter, I'm at Ovacord. She's at Lady Laumis. I should get a soundboard cue just for that. You really should, so you can stop like saying it. Saying you also it wrong. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I think it is right though, but it does sound wrong for yeah. some reason. <laughs> I should have a sound I should have a sound cue for the intro where I just pause it and say the number and then I should have one for the outro. Cuz I <laughs> I say it slightly different for this one and Far Beyond Metal and I say it I feel like wrong ish every time or it feels wrong every time. So anyway, bye. <laughs> <laughs>
Not quite, but almost. Damn. And I'm, I'm over here with my fancy new wooden box. Wooden box? Yes, I have a wooden box that I have my microphone hooked up to now. Take that. You have a wooden computer? No, I have a box that my microphone is attached oh. to that's made of wood. Like, okay. I have a very rustic-looking setup for a podcast, and his Twitch setup sounds like the year 3000. Um... Sorry, I was half listening because Dan is very adamant about the fact that this beer that my office got me is really disgusting. <laughs> uh, what kind of beer is it? <laughs> it is peanut butter cup porter by Carl Strauss. I've had that. That's an interesting beer. <laughs> interesting. I love peanut butter and I like beer. I don't like that beer. <laughs> I figured it was going to be something like that, but you know what? That's what they got me, because I definitely drink, and they know that, and um, I, my favorite thing is peanut butter cups. It's not just something I marginally like, and um, sort of said, yeah, I like that one time. Whoa, 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 whoa. I can't... <laughs> is there a shit ton of sarcasm there, or do you drink now? There's a shit ton of sarcasm, but I did actually have... Strawberry margaritas two weeks ago. That's like candy. Delicious it candy is. that gets you drunk. That's, that's the only kind of alcohol I will ever drink is delicious candy. That's fair. Uh, but yeah. Sorry, what were you actually saying that I was completely ignoring? Uh, wooden box. It's not, it's, it's past. It doesn't matter. Okay. All right. <laughs> are, are we good or, or are, we're good. Are you still fighting with televisions? I, monitors thank you not television mm -hmm. that's fine <laughs> yeah we're good all right cool we can go cool a catbox production